Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 level one. I am one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is episode 291, and here with me is always the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Yeah, am I coming through okay still? Like, this is... Ugh, it's just me. You you sound robotic. Go, go, arigato. Go, go, arigato. Um, yeah, so let's just start the show with big screen, we screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies that we have watched this week. Now, believe it or not, I haven't watched that much. Um, I watched a film that I was thinking was going to be good for a while, Andy. Um, starring Mr. John Cena called Blockers. Um, look, look quite funny. Um, it's about parents on prom night. Um, and basically they find out the kids have got this sex pack going on and they get up to antics. But they don't, I say antics, they don't. They follow their kids from prom, from party to party and look in windows. And that's about it. But, yeah. And the worst thing was, like, John Cena's not bad and stuff, but this one, it's like, you know when you can tell an actor's acting? Like, if I can tell you're acting, that's not good. Like, you, you know, like, wrestling style acting, like, cutting promos, like, and it's over the top, and it's it's not even Shakespearean or thespian style. It's just like, yeah, thank God you're not in the big screen. And, I mean, I've seen better from John Cena, and it's just, I don't know if it was because he's the main character. It doesn't give me good hopes for Transformers. Um, but, like, uh yeah, it was really bad. So if you want to see any of the funny parts in it, uh, watch the trailer, and that's got all two minutes of actual jokes. So, yeah, unfortunately, me and Tasha watched this film all the way through. Um, I gave it every chance. It's also got the, the woman, is it Leslie Mann, Mann the one that's uh, in This Is 40 with Paul Rudd? Can't remember her name. She plays a mum in a lot of things. Oh, what's her name? Can't remember, but she's in it, and the other parents kind of forgettable but uh, it's just uh, like there was nothing good about it or redeeming and like I thought John Cena was funny when he cracked jokes but see when he was trying to actually act and you can see the acting you know it's like I shouldn't I shouldn't see this like this is not this is like still in beta phase like stop this you know um, I mean I don't know how bad I don't know what I can compare it to like I'd imagine if I tried acting or something like that, you know, like if we made a movie and that that's how it felt. It's I, I should believe you as this character. I shouldn't see you acting, you know. It's like it didn't it didn't suit him. So no, don't watch that film. Um, but the other thing that I did watch 
um, apart from the one I went around table, but I won't spoil too much because you've only seen four minutes of it that I asked you to do. Uh, Jack Ryan, um, this is the TV show I've been waiting over a year for, um, finally came out and I stayed up to like one o'clock and it came out at one. I was moaning and complaining about it. And this is John Krasinski um, uh, and Wendell Greer from The Wire. Uh, John Krasinski plays Jack Ryan and um, it's good, man. Really good. Like, as much as everybody said, kept going, oh, it's the guy from The Office. If folk kind of pigeonhole Chris Pratt into, oh, it's just the guy from um, Parks and Recreation where he played more or less a stupider version of Jim from The Office, then Chris Pratt wouldn't have got to where he was or been a believable action star, which he's at that level now. And I mean, I seen John Krasinski in that 13 Hours Secret Soldiers of, um, is it Benghazi? Yep. And I seen Quiet Place, which was awesome. And I know some folks just don't like him, but see, for me, uh, the people that are giving him unfair criticism, I believe, don't know what Jack Ryan is. Now, I read the books and, you know, I like Tom Clancy and I've seen all the films. I'm pretty sure you've seen probably all the films as well. Um, Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, Some of All Fears. Yeah. Oh, man. If you like Harrison Ford, you probably have years ago, but um, there's also Shadow Recruit, which is Netflix just now with Chris Pine. And I mean, folk didn't like Chris Pine, but it's like to bring that character on screen these days, what you've got to understand is the books were written like 34 years ago. Like years, Ronald Reagan was president when Hunt for Red October came out. Do you know what I mean? So you have to update the character and change some things to make him relatable, unless it's a period piece you're doing, which wouldn't work these days. So Chris Pine kind of laid the groundwork for this and folk hated him for it, but Kevin Costner was it was so good. Um, but John Krasinski plays an everyman better than anybody. Like, And Jack Ryan, even though they've got him in posters with a gun, they've got him as this, but he's not meant to be an action hero. He's meant to be the reluctant analyst that kind of gets forced back into the field. He's not a James Bond or Jason Bond style character and people are wrongly giving him criticism because of that. James Bond's not going to go back and do paperwork. The reason Jack Ryan does is because that's Jack Ryan's fucking job. Like, spoiler alert, but sorry, these books have been out years. Jack Ryan does not become like this superhero, blah, blah. He becomes the president of the United States. His son, if anything, becomes more of an action hero who's like part of a black ops team and stuff. Jack Ryan never wanted anything to do with it. It's just because he knows so much and because of his past in the Marines that he keeps getting put into these situations because he's the best man for the job. But he's not this run, shoot guys in the face, not care about it sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not anything like that. But anyway, so Cameron as well, who does, oh, I can't remember who he writes for now, Movie Corner or something like that, like he was on before, he's been watching it and he's quite enjoying it more than he thought. He was kind of like down, almost not downplaying it, but um, a bit like a lot of people. Um, I, there's a lot of good reviews for it on Twitter and stuff. I don't think the critics liked it as much, but see, for me, He's the best Jack Ryan. And I sent, I think I sent you a screenshot of the guy that's the chief publisher at Penguin who produced, who published Tom Clancy's novels. And he says, like, basically speaking from a voice of experience who's worked with Tom, he's his favourite Jack Ryan on screen. So I'm sorry, but Tom Clancy's dead and his publisher is probably as close as you're going to get to him. Do you know what I mean? The guy that edits it. He was the editorial director at the publishing house. So he probably edited a lot of Tom Clancy's books and knows Jack Ryan just as intimately. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like a penciler and an inker. 
the penciler draws the initial thing, the inker does it, your editor will take the padding away and refine sentences and shit. So the fact that he's gave John Krasinski's backing was like incredible. Um, so season one, what I liked about it was it was open and shut with enough loose ends it already got a season two that's filming already, but like if if it didn't get a season two, it would have been fine as a standoff. The fact that it's gave us some wee tidbits for where it could go next, I love that. My wife, who seen it and went, This is another one of your shitty James Bondy style thing, blah blah. I went, No, you just we'll watch one and see if you like it. And she had the same opinion as you. It's Jim, it's Jim from the office, look at his face. But then you watch this, he's changed He's got slight bits of Jim in him because he's still playing an everyman because obviously Jim was just an office worker in the office. And um, he's built his body, though. He's not like kind of... He was never fat. He was just a tall, lanky guy that was never... But now he's built. Um, he looks a wee bit different. His mannerisms aren't quite Jimmy, but he brings some pleasantries to the, the role. But, I mean, Harrison Ford, even, you know, with his cocky smile and his laughy-jokey ways kind of had that in that role. Um, I, I think he's better than Harrison Ford. I think he's better than Alec Baldwin much better than Ben Affleck and definitely better than Chris Pine. And if you look at most ranking the Jack Ryan list that have just come out, if John Krasinski isn't second, he's top, which to come second only to Harrison Ford is quite impressive. Um, but for, for people to actually list this guy above it, like this guy's going places. I cannot wait for season two. I've watched this thing through twice. The clever thing this show did though, right? Instead of spending all your time with Jack, Jack Ryan, right? Which would have been fine with me because most of the time that's all you see. And the bad guys are like throwaway Russians, throwaway like um, Afghans, throwaway whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they never build character. This actually has a villain who is he Lebanese? I think he's from, yeah, I think he's Lebanese. And um, they build his character and like show you his background and his motivations and it makes him even more evil because at some points you relate to what he's going through which is nuts, you know, that way where it's like, I'm not sympathising for the villain because he's doing some pretty horrific things. Um, but yeah, they, they really built that guy's character. Um, I cannot remember the actor's name, but his second name is the same as it's Suleiman. I'm sure it's the same second name as the, the character in the show, which is scary. Um, the, what he brings to the role is incredible of this sort of like, as um, uh, Jack Ryan's new boss says, what, a new Bin Laden on my first day? That'll be that'll be the that'll be right or whatever right. I can't remember quote by quote, but basically, it is the new Bin Laden. He is uniting people, you know, and bringing them all to this sort of overall goal that he's got. Uh, pulls off terror attacks that are very fucking. They cut quite to the core because they're quite close to home of uh, recent times. Like one of them's in Paris, for example, and obviously there was was it last year, year before there was one in Paris. A terrorist attack it's scary stuff man and see the thing is the worst thing about this show Andy it's not this sort of fantasy world where like I don't know but it's, it's not like Thanos is clicking his fingers and everyone's disappearing but like it's believable and the actual details it makes you worry about like everything and how close to home this shit could actually be um, and probably is um, but yeah very well acted the whole supporting cast great in it uh, the woman who plays Kathy, who's obviously Jack Ryan's future wife and the mother of Jack Jr., um, she's great in it as well. Uh, I just the whole show was well put together. It's filmed like a movie; not one episode's boring. Um, there's none of this padding. You only get eight episodes; they're an hour long each. That's fine. Um, I'm glad it wasn't dragged out. 
absolutely brilliant and the money was well spent like I, I absolutely i hope this comes to 4k disc with extras and stuff like that because i will buy it but the only thing is amazon don't tend to do that like netflix do i haven't really seen many amazon originals coming to blu-ray i mean i've seen like amazon exclusives like black sales but that stars come to blu-ray but i can't can't think of any amazon originals which is a shame um however the the five jack ryan movies are coming to 4k next month so i pre-ordered them uh, they've definitely spent the money, right? See, between this, the Grand Tour, American Gods, Black Sails, and oh, what's coming out that one? See, the Lord of the Rings prequel, like it justifies my Amazon every year. Like, I'm so glad. I really hope we get it next year. I really hope we'd have to wait two years for another Tom Clancy. It could, it could be next year. I mean, if they're filming it already, I'd imagine next year. But yeah, they've done the premiere as well on a boat, like a warship, which was quite cool. Red carpet on a boat. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know you probably won't check it out, but it's it's such a superb, well-crafted, up-to-date version of Jack Ryan. Like, and all the folk going, oh, you should do that. He's, he's, it's not the Cold War anymore. Like, it's 2018. He's dealing with a realistic threat. Like, fucking hell. Oh, so yeah, I definitely recommend it. There's, I can't fault it at any point at all. Like, it's it gave me the Jack Ryan that I've been reading. It gave me a reminder of, it reminded me more of Harrison Ford's Jack Ryan than like Chris Pines or um, maybe a wee bit of Ben Affleck. Maybe that's just because he's got a fat, stupid face as well. But like, um, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Really, really thoroughly enjoyed it and will probably watch a third time. So that I've never watched a show, what, apart from Breaking Bad, I've never watched, and even then I, I stopped watching until Tasha caught up, but I've never watched a show and seen the last episode and then started the first episode again the day after. Not a TV show. I've done it with a film before, but never a TV show. Um, but like I said, it's not filmed at all like a TV show. And I know that's kind of cliche these days that, oh, it feels like a movie at home. This one legit is. They've spent the budget on it. So um, none of it feels cheap. It's got a kind of 24 kind of vibe, kind of Homeland almost vibe, the way that Jack, um, Jack Bauer obviously doesn't put things together as much because he's got a team. Um, whereas in Homeland, the woman's more working behind the scenes and figuring things out that way. You know, Jack Bauer's more of the action hero, sort of guy in the field. In fact, he is the guy in the field. <laughs> he's, a, he's a CTU agent, but Jack Ryan's kind of a combination of them both, the girl from Homeland and uh, Jack Bauer. Like, he can step up when it's needed, but um, well, one of my favourite scenes, that I don't want to ruin it for anybody listening, because I know folk haven't seen it, and there is obviously a chance that Andy might get to it at some point if he gets free time, which is not likely. But um, the helicopter crash that made him quit the Marines, the version of it in this was kind of like, oh my God, like it was jaw-dropping the way it happened, so I'm not going to say any more. Also, when Jack looks at the TV and realises what happened with the hostages, that was like, no, because I hadn't figured it out at that point. Sometimes I'm ahead of TV shows and films like this, but see when... He was speaking in the phone to his boss and he's like looking at the TV and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, Amazon Prime, that's on, definitely check it out. And that's all I've watched apart from Better Call Saul. And I know you've only watched four minutes of it, Andy. How fucking cool was that? Nah, 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 nah. You haven't been looking into the theories then, right? So what we got, sorry, spoilers for Better Call Saul, was the first ever. It took me a minute to go, what the fuck's happening? Because it was in colour. It's a flash forward again. Or a flash back or a flash... No, it is a flash forward. And it was in colour. And it's obviously bits of Breaking Bad that we didn't see. It's Saul packing up his office and stuff. Now, the thing that was most interesting about this is the theories just now are because they're black and white, 
And because there's been some inconsistencies with certain things, and in Breaking Bad, Saul says, huh, I'll end up working on a Cinnabon in Omaha. And that's exactly came true. They're saying the black and white ones is Saul Goodman's hell. Like, he's in hell. That's him. That's why it's in black and white. And the reason this one's in colour is because we're finally going to see how he ends up, well, getting killed. Also, Kim Wexler was in Breaking Bad. Um, the, there's not directly as a character, but you know how he had a silent partner and it was like a shell corporation he was working from? Ice, Ice Station Zero? Right. Seeing Better Call Saul, like last season, the season before, they're watching a movie together and Kim says that Ice Station Zero means, means a lot to her because it was her dad's favourite movie. And it also shows you in Better Call Saul when it's a shot, which usually you see the shot of Saul and like all the constitution that's behind him in Breaking Bad because like it was them sitting talking to him. There's a shot over the shoulder of Saul and in the corner there's Kim Wexler's desk, but messy. And it's th- this is a shot from Breaking Bad. And like it's the same desk that Kim Wexler had when they had the joint film. Yeah, so they're saying that she was the silent partner running the Shell Corporation. And see, once you watch the rest of this episode, I don't really want to spoil it for you. But, you know, I thought Kim was going to the courts to check on the public defender jobs for Saul. She was, I I don't want to tell you what she was at. Yeah. No, yes. She's like... I, yeah, she is. I don't want to go into it too much, but I'm like, oh my god, she's defending these scumbags. But the the the, the theories it's put together like lines up with this completely, and the fact that now we've got a flash forward in color, it's like, well, this all starting to make sense, and it's all taken from the fact that he works in Omaha, he's a Cinnabon manager, and he predicted this in Breaking Bad that that would be his idea of hell, and the sign on the door says that it was like this, some, the 200 year anniversary. And they're saying that Vince uh, Gillen doesn't do details like that for no reason. That's 200 years. And that's like 2057. They were saying, and Breaking Bad was set present day. So there's no way that Saul's 40 years older. No, not in those scenes. So they're saying that that could be his purgatory or hell, or it could be something else that we're not finding out yet. But um, on a podcast at the end of the week there, uh, one of them definitely said that, who says that Walt's dead during the during um, the flash forwards? Like, this, this might not be that far after Breaking Bad because Saul disappeared two episodes before the end and he left, uh, remember he took Walt to a cabin and left him there and said, this is where we call it quits. And then he fucked off. Yeah. So this is saying that the timeline hasn't been established yet, so stay tuned. So this could be like literally straight after, like he drops Walt off. And the fact that he's crying at the the adverts for Better Call Saul in the first season, they're saying is because he had to drop everything and he couldn't even tell Kimmy was leaving. Because as you've seen, he's phoned his fixer and he's also thinking. The other thing they're saying is as well that we might see a more up-to-date one because they reckon that Kim wouldn't leave Saul away by himself. And also, Jesse doesn't have enough connections to stay hidden. He didn't use the fixer. He just moved to another town. So, yeah, it's getting very exciting. This episode, I was like, no way she's doing that. And I I don't know, but just because I was reading these theories and then I was like, nah, that's bullshit. It's black and white just because it looks cool. And then we get a flash forward this time and it's in colour. It's like, oh, okay. Yep, 
I see what you're meaning. And then it's like it's too big a detail to be overlooked. The 200th anniversary. Do you know what I mean? There's no way Better Call Saul set 40 years from now. So plus he's not it, it, like um, they they established the dates in Breaking Bad as well. So it was 2008 Breaking Bad started. So it is day for day up until the end. So. Yeah, he doesn't look 40 years older when he's hiding out as that gene that works at Cinnabon. Yeah, it's exciting. Sorry, I get far too hyped. I might have oversold it, but yeah, that was my favourite episode of Breaking so- Better Call Saul this season. The fact that I've looked into these theories and some of them are making sense. There is another plot development this week that was really cool. Um, it's not really a spoiler either, but I don't really want to ruin any more of the episode. Yeah, well, I won't see you for two weeks, so fuck it. Um, you know the, <laughs> you know, under the laundrette where um, Walt and Jesse end up working. Mike's working for Gus just now, trying to get that built. It's quite interesting the way it goes about. I won't say any more about it, but he's helping them do that. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, things are starting to move a bit faster, which I'm kind of happy about. Like tying more into the Breaking Bad style world, and yeah, these theories about what's going on, like I'm loving them. Like, and the the the—I don't care if these are all right or wrong, but there has to be something behind that 200th anniversary thing, and the fact that they're black and white, and this one's suddenly in color. So it's like this one obviously happened, or the black and white one's actually purgatory, or like so. Who knows? But there's also talk about Jesse coming after him as well to get help because he never got a fixer. He just left and started doing woodworking. It looked like he ended up being a teacher at the end, didn't it? Yeah, but he he, he was part of the one one of America's largest meth smuggling rings. You can't just move town and think that that's you done. We'll see. Anyway, very exciting episode. But yeah, that's absolutely everything I watched. It's a shame you never caught on to it. It's just... It's, it's because it, you get it now because it was in colour and blah, blah, blah. And the theories are kind of matching up now with what's happening. And it's like... It was just because, honestly, see two minutes in, I'm like, how did I know that woman? I thought she left. Oh, wait, hold on. He doesn't have this office yet. Oh, it's a flash forward. This must mean this is mid-season, yeah? Because we usually get one mid-season and one at the end. Not that there is a mid-season. Five, six, yeah. Mm-hmm. Skyscraper. Die hard with the rock, but worse. But is there a building? Is it tall? Is there something to do with terrorists? But are there terrorists? Are there criminals trying to do something with the building? So there's, so yeah, there's criminals in it. There's a tall building. Is there an action hero in it trying to stop the bad guys? Does he stop? Long, 
does does he stop the bad guys along the way? So it's die hard. <laughs> Have you seen Die Hard Five? <laughs> Oh, we'll talk of which, Die Hard 6 is coming out called Die Hard Origins, which means that Bruce Willis is not going to be playing John McClane. <laughs> which is stupid because Bruce Willis could still play John McClane. It makes no sense. What's fibre optic speeds? Yeah, but like 19.5 meg, what's that? That's broadband, isn't it? It's just because they're calling it stupid. It's like super fast fiber, fiber broadband, ultra fast broadband, broadband unlimited. It's like, no, just. Cool. Um, so let's move on to level up. We've played this week and the video game news. No, sorry, I'm looking up unfortunately. Uh, so, Andy, can we. Uh, fuck out. <laughs> Two things. Mm, that's not bad. £51 a month. 108 megabyte. Mm. Surely Virgin can get... Yeah, but I want to phone BT first and just tell them, look, I'm going to cancel this for you guys. If you don't get me fibre optic, I'm fine to stay with you, but you've lost the UFC, so I don't need your telly anyway, and I'm going to start with O2, so I don't really need your SIM cards either. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, like I said, level up. Shall we talk about all the video games we play this week and the video game news? So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? Yeah. Sorry, Die Hard Origins is actually just called McClane, and it's focused on. Uh, Bruce Willis is going to be in it, um, but it's also going to be like. It's going to go between John McClane in his 20s and John McClane in his 60s, which sounds terrible. No. Die Hard 3? No, Die Hard 2. I always liked at the airport. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It's just the one I always remember. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen them in a while. They were good films. Like, I watched four. Four wasn't awful, but it was like, meh, it's not really Die Hard now, and then 5 was just, this is shite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And John McClane was out of his element, because the terrorists were using the computer and stuff to hack. Yes, he was. He was like a geek that stayed with his mum. Yeah, made sense. No, but he looks like a big fat nerd that would stay at home, or he did. Yeah. Had to. <laughs> That's just poor form, I think. Like, 
Pokemon. And... See, that's my crazy thing, and I've seen a few articles. It's like we're getting online this month, and what do we know about about it apart from we're getting cloud saves and free NES games? We don't know anything. And the thing is, like the crazy thing is, like when you bought a PlayStation, when you bought, I, I think it is as well. Because even by a PS4 and an Xbox One, you expect to pay to play online. But I've had a year free or a year and a half free. Like they have to give me a good enough reason to pay for online. Because being honest, I haven't even played played Splatoon online for ages, and I don't see a game coming up that I will play online much. To be fair, like so, unless they can, apart from cloud saves, yeah, I'll do it for the cloud saves, but. Why wouldn't I just cancel that after I've backed up my saves that for games like Zelda that I'm not going to go back to for a while, but I need my save still there? Like, they, they need something. And I'm sorry, but if it's out the second half of this month, within the next week or two, they need to tell us what it is and they need to update that app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the fact that they put time restrictions on the mode so like, sometimes it will be closed. That's an insane decision. It still does that, yeah. Yeah. I thought that they were just doing that at the start, remember? But no, to this day, it still shuts. (laughs) Do you know how many folk are going to kick up a... Previously working in a game shop, like the amount of folk that would bring back, like Black Ops 3 for the last gen and go, I didn't know there was no campaign. How many, like... People are just going to pick this up and then be like, where's the fucking campaign? Because they're not going to read the news sites. They don't know. They just see Call of Duty on the shelves or their pals tell them it's out and they go and buy it. It's like, and then they're going to be like, where the fuck's the campaign? Where the fuck's the campaign? Because that's all that happened with Black Ops 3. And the amount of times I had to clearly say it says on the box, online multiplayer only. I, I didn't read that. Well, why are you outside the house? <laughs> Battle Royale, you're, like no matter, these are the big guns trying it, right? They're not going to top Fortnite. PUBG even fell to Fortnite. They're not going to make it. Fortnite's the one that's got the kids. Fortnite is the new Minecraft for this generation. Not as well, though. That's what I mean. So do you honestly think the yearly Call of Duty or the yearly Battlefront is going to be Fortnite or even PUBG? User base. Well, next. Uh, it's full. I, I need to play it because I've seen, was it Terrican was talking about it, saying now that it's full release, it feels a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the icon has changed now, it looks different. Yeah, that's insane. Across the street, I can get it. I- I'm going to have to just phone BT and just say, look, what's the deal here? This is ridiculous. Like, I could go across the street and use Wi-Fi from the county buildings that's faster than my broadband in my house. Yeah, it's coming quicker than we thought. Oh boy. 
See, the thing is, you know you're going to watch this and so am I. It's, I think it's mostly because, like, over here in America, our story of Sonic was he was in Mobius, or Freedom Planet. And in Japan, uh, the backstory of Sonic was he was on Earth. Like, that's what, even back in the day it was, he was based on Earth, sort of thing. So, like... I think it's cool that they've got street signs saying Green Hill Zone and stuff like that, but I, I still would have rather our version of Sonic, considering this is a Western movie. It's not a Asian movie. Do you know what I mean? It's not coming from Japan. I don't think. I don't, Jim Carrey is Robotnik, man. Like, well, you mean he's batshit crazy in real life? Never seen it, and I still technically will blockbuster video forty odd, probably more now. Yeah, I rented it in DVD and then forgot about it and then I found it when I moved house at one point. I'm like, ah, oh. then just chucked it. It's somewhere in this house, though. There's one blockbuster still open in America, so they might come after me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, this is true, but like it happens with every video game when they initially show you, they downscale it before it comes out. They always run it off of like surprise settings, and it's like one segment out of a level they've worked on and worked on for the E3 show, and then like when it comes out, it's like not as nice. It just that's just what happens. Like, but the the developers have came out and said, no, we haven't changed it. Blah blah. Th- they have. You you look at the two photos next to each other, like even the textures in Spider Man's not as good. I'm fine with it, but folk are going absolutely tits about it, and it's like. Why though it's a puddle? Like the developer responded funnily saying there's plenty of other puzzle puddles in other places. <laughs> hey, no, you're not, because there is clear differences. Oh yeah, I've read that, but I'm sorry, I've got eyes and I can see the differences. Like I don't care what those words say. I can look at the differences and see them visually. Like there is no further truth than what I can see with my own eyes. Like I can see the pictures side by side. One looks significantly better. And that's fine with me. It's just a spec demo. (laughs) I'm looking at a 4K TV, an image. Yeah, PS4 might have been running like the review copy. Might have been running a pro. Fine, whatever, I don't care. Like, those pictures look different. (laughs) Believe the words all you want, but I know what I can see. That's like showing me, like, Sonic and the Master System and Sonic and the Mega Drive and saying that they look the same. They don't. Ah, but what if somebody wrote some words on a website and told you different? Fake news. 
No, I get that. I get that, right? But what they should have admitted is the fact the pictures do look different, and there's a reason. Like the the villains, the gangsters down below them look don't look as good. The textures on the building don't look as good, and they could have just come out and said it. Yeah, that's the difference between a pro and a, a standard PS4. But they didn't. They just denied it, and it's like, but there's clear differences. You have changed things. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably the truth. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we say that, but even even I played God of War up the stairs, right, on an HD telly. When I take it downstairs with HDR on, it's like night and day. So that's probably what's happened with it. But I don't know why they didn't just come out and say that. Like, there's a clear difference. It's got good review scores, like nines and tens. But here's my issue with it that I was going to talk about. I'm not going to lie and say I don't want to get it. I'm not as excited for it. What more... Spider-Man's my favourite, all-time favourite, as you know. Like, what what more can be done in a Spider-Man game that I've not already played? Do you know? Like, oh, they're swinging so much better. Yeah, but I've swung about this city in, like, six other games, at least, in the 3D era. Oh, but you can do it. Yeah, but I fought the Venom. Yeah, yeah, but what about this? Yeah, but I fought him too. Yeah, but what about... I fought all Spider-Man's back. Okay. I just... Like, I'm... Oh, well, yeah, there is that. Like, the the Amazing Spider-Man until that. Like, at the end of every Spider-Man game, you should be allowed to swing about the city at your own leisure with people cheering you, which did happen. But you should be able to polish off side quests, which you can do. But in the Amazing Spider-Man, for those that haven't played it, for some reason, even though you've beat the bad guy, the Spider-Bots are still about the city. So if you don't do these random quests every five minutes, then you cannot move without being shot out of the sky. And, and 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 by random, yeah, it was good. And I, I loved that game. It was like a mix between like the um, Batman games and the uh, what was it called? Ed, not Edge of Shadows. The where oh, Edge of Time, Shattered Dimensions. Yeah, those. It was a mix between those and the Batman Arkham games. What brilliantly was even at one point considered a prequel, uh, sorry, a sequel to the movie before Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out. And I liked the way that this went. Um, it's obviously not canon anymore, but it, it took place after the movie because I hate ones that follow the movie events. And obviously this one's its own story as well, but it was really cool. But the, like I said, like even though that bit annoyed me, I played a Spider-Man, I got it. Like It's not that I'm not... I am looking forward to it but I'm not like overly hyped and excited for it I don't know why and I love Spider-Man I just I just can't it's like but I've played like seven of these already and I know it's getting good reviews so like I will enjoy it I suppose but I, sh- I can't bring myself to be excited for it I don't know why I don't know why See, I didn't play Rise of the Two. I didn't play the sequel either, so I don't know about this one. I'll get it eventually, like the others, but I, I don't know. I, I want to be more excited for Spider-Man. 
Yeah, yeah, I've got those PS4 and Xbox. I, I just, yeah, I just I'm not overly excited by Spider Man, and it's weird because I was excited at one point, but I don't know why. I'm just like, mm. and even if it was an Xbox, I would still be feeling the same. I'd be like, Ugh. like consoles don't really matter to me now. <laughs> like whatever one it comes out on, I'll get it. But like, I don't know. It's just I, you know, what it's going to be like, right? Collectibles beating up you, you know what it's I think that's why I'm just not excited okay the story will probably surprise you and they'll refine some elements and it'll handle really well but at the end of the day it's the same shite that we've been fed and by shite what I mean is it's just the same fucking thing just refined and refined and I know that's basically what gaming is but I'm just not as excited to play it this time it's I know what I'm going to end up with I'm probably going to love it and say yeah it's the best Spider-Man game but thinking about playing it, it's going to be like, oh, there's some villains over here holding up someone, web them up, learn your combos, unlock more combos. Oh, look, here's some suits, collect this, climb up the building, learn to run up the building and backflip, quick time events. You know, like, that's what we're going to get. You know what it is? And I know that sounds like I'm not. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what it probably is. I'm just, I'm not excited. Like, it's, it's the, like, the feeling of getting a new Zelda. You're like, oh, like, what's still going to be like? Like, especially after Breath of the Wild, that's... <laughs> Like the world's their oyster now. Like where the fuck, what happens next? But like I don't know. Even like a new Final Fantasy or even like a new Mario. Like oh, what's the new feature going to be? How's it going to handle that? Like yeah, Spider Man's got a new shiny suit. Like cool, but I don't like the design of it for one. And I'm going to change it straight away. Yep, as soon as I can change it back to either the Amazing Spider Man Two because I like the costume in that one, or like the cartoon one. That's what's happening, or the black suit, but. No, I just, I know they said there's a storyline reason for it. What, he decided to make his suit look shit, so he was in disguise. Like, you can't be Spider-Man, he wouldn't make it look that bad. But, yeah, I don't know, it's like the big time letdown. You know, Spider-Man big time. That's what it reminds me of. But, yeah, I'll probably enjoy it. But, today I was swaying, and I know I'll probably get it on Friday. Like, there's probably even a chance that I'll get too excited and buy it digital, but... do I really want to spend 60 quid in a game that I know what's going to happen? I know the sort of mission repetition. No. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I just, you know what I mean by I I can't get myself over excited by even Grand Theft Auto, which people might say, oh, they're similar. It's like, but like the different things that you can do in the new stuff, like in the new one, when you could use the stock market and blah, blah, blah. This is not going to have that much new stuff in it. This is going to have Spider-Man web swinging, web shooting, maybe the web bomb, maybe a few new combos, you know, like stealth takedowns, collectible comics, stealth takedowns, Stanley cameo, some Easter eggs. Oh, look, here comes Shocker. Like, you know, maybe fighting more villains. Yeah, fine. Oh, but Venom's in it. I had a whole game of Venom. Remember the one when, like, he took over the city? Like, I'm not really overexcited by that. So I, I just don't know. It's a shame, like, if they announce a new Superman game, I'd be like, oh my god, especially Spy Rocksteady, like, a new Batman Arkham game, for some reason, I would even be like, oh shit, son, what are they going to do this time? But with Spider-Man, it's limited, it's not like you get the Spider-Jet, or like, the Spider-Car, even though they are things, but like, they're not going to be in this game. The Spider-Cycle from... No, you're you're never going to see that. But the thing is, like, that's what I mean. It's not going to be overly surprising, apart from maybe the story beats it takes. Um, aye, so Diablo 3 is getting Amiibo support. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they do costumes. Like, you could see some like, like, well, Zelda costumes and stuff. Yeah, I mean, 
we'll take the lock that behind an amiibo. Hopefully, no, no, it's on the front. <laughs> yeah, but the other stuff they could lock it behind an amiibo, like fucking Zelda costume or like yeah, a, a Sonic costume. I would Metro be happy to get costumes for yeah, Samus, like anything. Like I'd be happy if the amiibos locked unlocked costumes in any in every game. They've done it in Mario Kart, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But it was costumes me, for your cost- me, yeah. Which, yeah. Nobody wants to play as a me. Bethany did. She she always wears a Pac-Man costume when she's playing Mario Kart. <laughs> like the Pac-Man one's quite cool because it's like it's got Pac-Man's like he- like it's got a Pac-Man as your helmet essentially. Do you have a Pac-Man amiibo? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got the Pac-Man amiibo. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, okay, moving on. Um, Travis Strikes Again, uh, No More Heroes is coming exclusively to Switch on January 2019. See, I was wondering, I thought this was going to be cross-platform. No, this is a Nintendo exclusive franchise, is it not? No. No More Heroes? No? No, it was on PS3. Was it? Fucking hell, I didn't realise that. No More Heroes 2 was on PS3. Hmm, okay. Uh, China's apparently want to solve its eyesight problems by restricting video games. China's fucking been restricting video games for ages, though. Like, yeah. Like the, I mean, the Xbox 360 and PS3 they were really difficult to get in China, were they not? Yeah. And, like they've they've only got like the PS4 and Xbox One. Like, not, I mean, not not it like wasn't like that. I don't think it was that recent, but it was certainly after like they came out everywhere else. But their internet and everything was restricted over there. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird one. Um, but apparently the uh, the No More Heroes game is being released next year to avoid a clash with Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Fifty One's comment. Yeah, and he says he'd, he'd feel really bad about impacting their sales negatively. <laughs> he, he just can't break and move it to next year. Like, See, I don't know whether it's a joke or that guy's... Joke. Can... <laughs> I mean, there's no way... Like it would have any impact on Smash Bros. It would. Think, it would. It would have a couple. I think there's a good reason why he's waiting, and like it's it's smart actually to hold it till next till early next year because the people Pokemon and Smash. Are, yeah, Pokemon and Smash are coming out. The people that buy a Switch at Christmas, like which is around when Pokemon and Smash are coming out, they're going to get Pokemon and Smash, and then they yeah. might and they might also get Zelda and Mario. And they're not going to buy the other new game that just came out because it's going to be 50 quid, 60 quid. They're going to go, oh, I'll just wait and I'll get that later when it comes down after the, after the holidays. But if they bring that out as a new game in January after these people are like, right, cool, I'm I'm like expert on Smash, I'm playing it like a wee bit here and there. And uh, Pokemon have finished. Look, oh, what's the new thing? And this is the new thing that's coming out. So See, I think it's smart to do that. Like... In this links to another news story later on that I, I thought this was No More Heroes 3, basically, but it's not. Apparently, Suda51 said that uh, No More Heroes 3, they are going to work on it, but they're not yet. Mm. I can't remember the news stories further down, but I thought this was the third one, but it's clearly something else. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I enjoyed No More Heroes 1. Um, never finished the second one, but I'm playing through them both in the Ouija's now, and they're great. Yeah, it's not really my cup of tea. It's kind of like your pun is like a... He's got a kind of Jedi sword thing, doesn't he? Fuck off. A Jedi mm-hmm. sword thing. <laughs> Lightsaber, you too. Um, 
But yeah, he, he basically orders it on eBay and then gets out of assassins, so he has to start killing them all. Um, so uh, Pez 2019 physical sales are down 42% on last year is that like number the again <laughs> the, uh, I didn't buy it yet <laughs> that's, that's, that's why it's down 42% because I haven't bought it you'll probably yeah, get I, up to 60 I did play that game now. yeah I did play the demo and like it's, it's alright it's more Pez it's I, a shame I, I do, to come from such a horrible company yeah I, I do want to buy it but like the from what I was reading from the reviews, like the gameplay is really, really good, but everything else is again not improved at all. Like there's still so much like English in it. Like Konami's so, just like, gonna give up though, you know that. They're just gonna go use those pachinko machines. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think they're making it gonna make a Pez next year. I think it's done. Like they've they've uh, they they had too much licenses lost and stuff like that this year. There's no way that they can uh, and the shuttle over come back. Yeah. Well, I mean, like they could still do like things like that, and like they can do Castle Did you see games that they did and stuff. Metal Gear, oh, the Metal Gear Survive shit, yeah. Horrible, terrible game. Um, Switch has now been the best-selling console in Japan for six months, uh, with that's almost nuts. five million units sold. Like that's, that's a year after it's out. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it's crazy because like I mean, there hasn't been like big big game releases coming up like over the last six months. At all, like since nope. Mario, like there's been nothing big, big come out. No, so uh, Sony's come out again and spoken about Fortnite crossplay and basically they're saying it'll be in prep for Pokemon. Sorry, sorry, it'll be in prep for Pokemon since it got announced six months ago. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's still going to get another bump when that comes out. So true. Um. So yeah, Sony have said that they won't allow Fortnite crossplay because PlayStation's the best place to play. Yeah, but if you flick down, the Xbox bosses responded to him just as we were on air. If you go to oh, near the bottom. What did, what did he say? Can't remember off my heart. If you just click it, it was tell me. <laughs> um, yeah, they basically said that Sony still isn't listening to gamers. Which is true. I mean, like, do you, care about, do you care about cross-play? Yeah. I mean, the several games that I bought in like Fraser's got on PlayStation and he doesn't want to restart an Xbox um, like Fortnite he barely plays on Switch or Xbox because he's put enough time on PS4 what was the other one he was going on about that he didn't want to restart on uh, Rainbow, Six, Rainbow Six didn't want to play my Xbox One mm-hmm. uh, The Division I bought it on both and then he didn't want to play an Xbox One and that's Xbox One's my main console so yeah I do care about crossplay quite a bit mm-hmm. Ghost Recon as well he didn't want to play an Xbox One because he'd done most of it on PS4 if those were crossplay, I would have played all of them multiplayer. Yeah, that's a fair point. <clears throat> like, see, see, for me, I, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I will buy whatever game on whatever console that my friends are going to play on. Like, if I'm going to play true, a multiplayer game, but, but most of our friends are PS4 mostly, even though they've. Yeah. All, whereas I'm Xbox One mostly now, and mm. I'm not going to buy a game on PS4 unless it's exclusive. Mm. So, I mean, the, the one with Fortnite that pissed me off is just that I couldn't use my username. Like that really annoyed me. Yeah, but even with yeah. that, but like that isn't listening to fans. Like it really yeah. isn't. Like, like I should fucking be able to use my username that I have claimed on Epic's fucking thing. Yeah, correct. In, in but that's any, Epic, not Sony. In any Fortnite. Oh no, well, it's I mean, it's, it's because of Sony. Yeah, yeah. They've like essentially like locked my username to Fortnite on PS4, and I cannot use that username anywhere else because I used it on PS4. 
Alright. Right. Well, I guess I won't be playing it anywhere then. <laughs> I'll just not bother. Because I won't play it on PS4. I would have probably played it on Switch. But, because I can't use my username. Not interested. Um, yeah, so, like, Sudo51 did say he wants to develop and No More Heroes 3, but he's focused on Travis Strikes again. It's a totally different game by the looks of it from, uh, from yeah. what No More Heroes 1 and 2 was. So, I don't know if I'm that interested in that, but I'll see see what it is when it comes out eventually. Monster Hunter World was the latest one, because I was talking about the one called... Mm, yes. And Fraser said, just buy Monster Hunter World. And I went, yeah, but I'd want to play it in 4K HDR on the Xbox. Mm. I don't want to play it in PlayStation. He goes, yeah, but I'm not going to restart it. So there's yet another game that I would happily play cross-play. Mm. Um, the Wii U has received its first <laughs> firmware update since uh, 2017, and it's now completely been killed. This is the end of life update, where they'll never update ever again, I think. Yeah, this might just be one to... This might be another one, though, Andy, to have hacked it. Could be, yeah. Yeah, could be. Because, re- remember, I was looking into it, and you have to be online to do it this for this one, and I'm like, mm-hmm. the fact that it was the Wii, right, the Wii's different, because, yeah, it's online, but it's not tied to, like, my Nintendo account. But the fact that the Wii U is tied to the same account as my Switch, my 3DS, and Nintendo's doing all this clamping down, I don't want them banning me on my Switch. And, like, no. Do you know what I mean? And like the fact that they're doing this clamping down says that that might start happening. And the minute I seen this news story, I'm like, that's because all these videos coming out this year of how easy it is to hack it now. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, Netflix's uh, Witcher series has cast Henry Cavill as Geralt. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird one, isn't it? Like, yeah, he's too young, surely. Although it depends what, like, the age they put him in it. Yeah. I'm I'm not interested in it. To be fair, like no, I wouldn't watch it. I'm not. I don't care. No, <laughs> I will watch the Lord of the Rings show when it comes out. Uh, like on, yeah, Amazon. definitely. But it's because it's canon now, and they're trying to get Jackson on board. Yeah, but I'm not interested in, in a Witcher TV show. No, um, not at all. Because like I played The Witcher three, and it's like, oh, but the first game's only on PC. I think was this last year, maybe or the year before? I was in. Yeah, Steam yeah, sale. I think, it, I think it was last year. Yeah. And I, I bought it on the Steam sale, and I've never played it. <laughs> and it's like, oh the my Witcher- God. you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to play it, mate. I, I bought it, like, I was like, okay, like, Witcher 3 is supposed to be really good. I'll buy the Witcher 1, play that, and then I'll get 2 and then mm-hmm. 3, because 2 is back compatible on Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I bought 1 on PC, and there's no controller support. So oh, I gave I gave it 10 minutes of keyboard and mouse, like, playing a fucking hack and slash game. And like, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> I cannot do this. <laughs> yeah, but that's the fact. Is like, this is the third part of a story, and it says, yeah, but you can catch up in the story. By reading in-game books, I'm I'm not going to be doing that. Nope. nope. I mean, some of the Skyrim books were funny, but they were mostly short stories, and like yeah. you could kind of pick them up and read them if you wanted. And they weren't like sometimes they would give you quests, but they See, weren't they like to play the Witcher integral 3, to the story. If they wanted me to play it, they should have called it like the Witcher, like you know, Dragon Age Inquisition. It is the third one, but it's kind of a restart for the. They should have done that. Called it the Witcher something else. The fact they've called it the Witcher Three, I'm not jumping in the third one. I mean, it's called like Witcher Three Wild Hunt, but if they, like, if they just called it Wild Hunt. Hunt yeah. I'd have probably picked it up, and then I wouldn't have cared. But like I've said so many times, the minute I see play the whole story, because hmm. it's like, oh, look at that film! It looks cool with the Jedi light swords, um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll just watch this one because it looks good. And you start by watching like Empire. It's like, hmm. well, you're not, you know, there's, there's others. No, don't do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So why would I start The Witcher on The Witcher Three, regardless of what it said? Mm. It would be different if it was a whole new character. This character's been in it since The Witcher One, so I want to know his story. 
Uh, there's a big sale on the Xbox One backwards compatibility games uh, live now on Xbox, including like yeah. Red Dead Redemption and stuff like that. Sonic games are up for a good deal as well, as far as I see. Yeah, Sonic games are up for it. Um, I, I actually bought like I bought a couple of backwards compatible games the other week because uh, the mm. two two Tomb Raider games went back compatible. It was uh, Anniversary and Legend, I think one. it was. Yeah, both of them and were I, good. I bought I bought both of them. They were like one pound eighty nine each. And the Xbox sale. In the on the store, yeah. I don't know if they still are that price, but that was like a launch discount price. But I have a look because yeah, I grabbed them. I'm like, okay, yeah, like, like I liked Anniversary when, a lot. Yeah, that's back from when I was into Tomb Raider. Yeah, um, but yeah, like uh, I probably won't play them anytime soon. But I wanted to have them so that I could jump into them and like dabble around if I wanted to. And I've never played Legend actually. Like uh, I played, uh, I played Anniversary a lot um, on the Wii. I had it the Wii. Yeah. So. Uh, and Legend I had in the PSP. <laughs> yeah, I played it maybe like a couple of years ago on the Wii U as well, like uh, through well obviously bats compatibility, because um, I did a podcast about it with uh, Fred and Jam a while back about Tomb Raider. Nice. And, like some of us were playing the anniversary one, some of us were playing the the original one. So that was uh, an interesting discussion. But I, I remember playing that with one of my mates, like, drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, are they still that price, yeah? No, I don't know the price, because for some no. reason, it just says play on Xbox One. I mean, you might already own them, to be fair. I don't. No. But yeah, there's a big sale on, on that, so grab it if you want. Um, so uh, Zen Studios, interestingly, has acquired the... Uh, yeah. Bolly and Williams pinball license tables and uh, these are headed to Pinball FX3 soon so this is interesting because they were they were, made... they, they were on uh, Pinball what's it called? The other one, yeah you know the, the other rival pinball game that was realistic physics yep, yeah, well, fuck, what was it? Pinball Can't... Arcade that was Pinball it. Arcade owned, owned Williams tables yep. and they, they're all the ones that you see in real life in the shops so I'm quite interested in this yeah, do you know, like I've I've played some like pinball arcade, and I I didn't I don't really like it as much as, like, Zen pinball, like, as Zen as Zen, but I mean like Zen physics are relatively realistic. Like if those those tables were real, you'd probably feel something like this. Um, so it's just a matter of making those like real tables in their engine, uh, and I I think they've they've got a good thing here, and they're the like pinball FX is like the premier pinball game at this point. I actually preferred Zen pinball to be fair. Like Zen Pinball 2, that was a great game. Like to Pinball FX3, I think they've kind of bloated it a little bit with all the like challenges and stuff like that when you log into the game now. So I've not jumped into anyone near as much as uh, as what I used to play it. But again, it's a time thing as well, especially because I've played it like all of the tables. Because <laughs> I think that was like maybe my game of the year one year, Zen Pinball 2. That played it was. A, we played it a lot, like like when we oh, and Vita, yeah. It, man. Yeah, Vita and, and PS3 as well. To be fair, PS3, yeah, but Vita was the better way to play. I felt hmm. not played it on Switch. Didn't even remember it was out until last week, and you reminded me. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's it's free to download, and there's the like you get whatever one table is for free. So, eh, uh, that was all the news. All the news. We'll move on to. So, Andy, why don't you go first? So, <coughs> I only played like a couple of games. So, first of all, I played a game called Super Chariot on the Switch. 
Pac-Man 256 to get. It's actually quite a good game, that. £2 on sale, Xbox One version. Uh, it's definitely worth £2. Like it's, mm. it's different from original Pac-Man, but like it's definitely worth £2. Um, so I played Super Chariot, which I got physical on the on the Switch. I think it cost me like 12 quid or something. Um, and it's it's kind of a it's a plat- puzzle platformer where you play as like a little dude who has to push around a big chariot and this chariot like collects like treasure essentially so you have to get the chariot near to the treasure and it will collect the treasure for you and you, mm-hmm. you have to like progress through the levels by pushing pulling this chariot using a rope and I mean it's quite interesting I'm absolutely sure that I've played it before to be fair on the uh, on PS4 or Vita but it works absolutely fine on the Switch um, I don't know if it's necessarily worth like thirteen quid, but if you can get it for like a five or digital, it's it's mm. probably worth that. The uh, the physical one came is the first game that I've had this happen with. It came with a slip cover, right, right, which is just the same artwork but in a like lenticular design, so like you know it kind of moves like mm-hmm. you look at right. it at different angles, but it doesn't add anything to it at all. It's not a different artwork or anything. Okay, but yeah, it's cool. uh, and it also came with a. A download for the soundtrack, which I didn't think the soundtrack was particularly great, so I did not download it. It will just stay in the in the in the sleeve. Yeah, but yeah, like I say, it's it's probably worth a fiver. Like, you wouldn't bother with it if it's uh, if you see it for more than that. Um, other the other only other game that I really played was I picked up uh, Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Kiwami in the in the sale. Oh, did you get them? I did, yes, and uh, I I wasn't like, I wasn't too sure where I should start, so I just I just started with zero, zero. yeah, because like, I think it's a prequel, but I didn't really it bother is. to look into it. I'm like, I'm, I think this is the where I should start. So, but I know it came out after, like the other ones, like obviously chronologically. But anyway, try tried it, and, and this is mostly because uh, of playing Shenmue and going, yeah, I like I like this, but I wish it looked modern. <laughs> It, it was just really annoying to like have the really bad graphics and that sound is just too great in all my ears. Um, so I'm like, I want to play something like this, but modern. Then we, I think we spoke about it the other week where we were talking about like, what about Yakuza? Mm-hmm. So this game's really good. I only played like a, an hour so far, um, and it's got like a kind of story set up where it, like sets you up as being like a member of the Yakuza and you're going about your day beating people up and going drinking and doing uh, karaoke mini games, which the karaoke mini game that I did was fucking hard as fuck. <laughs> like, it's the first mini game it then you're introduced to and it's like, oh, karaoke. I'm like, okay, this will be easy. And it starts you off like, push a button, push a button, push a button, push a button. Right, cool, that's fine. And then like, with, by the second line of the karaoke, it's like, push 18 different buttons like in a button combination. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, it's all like, kind of like Japanese type songs I don't, I don't i don't think they're like covers of like popular songs that we would know particularly but uh it was like it was all right but but yeah r- really like this game um, apart from the combat the combat feels a bit kind of stiff but again it's i'm just very early into it so i'm only doing like simple combos right now mm-hmm. it's like beating on people but it's better than Shenmue's combat i'll say that because it's, it's more like a beat em up it feels a little bit more like sleeping dogs to be honest, then like oh, a sort of cross between yeah, a sort of a cross between Sleeping Dogs and uh, and and Shenmue because I don't think the combat is as good as what it was in Sleeping Dogs, but it's certainly better than like what the combat's like in in Shenmue. Um, 
there's still like a lot of different shit that you have to do in the game, like go and collect this and earn money doing this and that and the next thing. But like I say, I'm not I'm not fully into it yet. So, um, but the story is really cool so far. Like they've set up like uh, all these like Yakuza guys that you're reporting to and things, and the graphics are really good in this. I don't know, like I, I don't not know. Yakuza is Six Engine. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't know if this is a remake to this one. Yakuza no, no, it's a brand new game. No, right. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. Like the, they've done a really cool thing with the uh, with the graphics as well because like they'll show you like a full rendered cutscene, and then they'll 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 go to like a kind of not quite like a still picture type thing, but they'll have like they'll have a a still image of of like the guy's three D model and like bits of them will move. Well, it's voice act. Well, it's voice acted um, over whatever line he's saying, I and mean, it'll be like. The guy's like eyes will move, or like he'll take a drink from his glass, or something like that. Well, it's like saying like whatever line it is. Um, but yeah, re- really, really digging this so far. I think I think you should get this. Well, it's a tenner or eight quid or whatever it is. Because um, I think after playing this, you'll be like, yeah, Shenmue is like not well. Like this is much better. <laughs> Maybe. The, the you, one thing are, to. Hmm? Are you game sharing with your PS4 just now? Um, no, at the moment, no. I can, I can, I can certainly share it too. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was just thinking yeah. that there. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Have... that up. <laughs> the um, yeah, it's it's really good, man. Um, the but like I said, I've only played, I only played it for an hour, and like only played like for an hour last night because I really wanted to just play something like. Bef- like new before I went to bed last night, I'm like, I need to play something fucking new, and I, I, so I picked I picked those up, and I'm like, right, cool, I'll jump into this for like half an hour or something. But I ended up playing till like like half one in the morning, something like that. How's how was the story like? Story's really cool. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but see, because it's setting you up as a yakuza, but you're not like like a high up yakuza. You're like just a kind of low level like guy that beats people up. So like they'll send you, you'll get kind of get sent like at the beginning, you're kind of like sent on a mission to like beat some guy up. I'm like okay, I'll beat this guy up, but then there's a guy like, it's like stuff ends up happening, and you end up getting into shit from your bosses about like things that happen. Right. I mean these guys, these guys like they look so cool, like because of the way their like faces are animating that, and uh, I don't know if there's a like an English voice option in it to be honest, but like it, it, the default is certainly anyway that is Japanese voices, but it works perfectly, and I'm like. Like I've played an hour and I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine with having these Japanese voices because the lip sync is like spot on for the Japanese voice. I'm like, yep, I'm okay with this. <laughs> like compared you, to, especially compared to fucking Shenmue. <laughs> are you playing it with like subtitles on then? I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's all subtitled so that you can you know what's happening. But but it, it totally works. Like it's kind of like watching like a, a really good Japanese like gangster movie almost. Mm-hmm. But it's really well acted and uh, really well like performed and stuff. I mean, there's some weird like cookie characters and stuff like that that I've come a- come across so far. And I- again, like I say, I've only played an hour so far, but really, really enjoying it. Um, because I've been struggling to like find a game where it's like that had a story that was actually like compelling me to go back to it. But this well, I mean, one, this has got me a critic of eighty five and the stuff. Like, are the comparisons to Shenmue justified, or is it very different? No, I think I think it's definitely justified. Um, so far, it's like like I say again. I've only played an hour, so I don't know how much of the like the like kind of random shit is in it. Like going and playing like in the arcades and like 
doing a job and like all, all, all that sort of stuff so I don't necessarily know that, how much of that sort of type of stuff is in there but uh, so far it definitely feels kind of like a Shenmue game where you're going around like it's like oh find such and such there is map markers in this which I think is oh. a more modern game it's it, it like it helps you out a little bit like oh, that's go handy because Shenmue's get like three parts to the village and I get lost in me too, yeah, I'm like, I have no idea where this guy is, like, and, and I don't really want to look up a guide, but there's part, some parts of that village look very similar as well, um, and yeah, also this world is a bit bigger and stuff as well, so. I'm very close about looking up a guide just to get to the sailors, because I'm still <laughs> stuck at that bit, and I'm like, I know I promised myself not to, but I have finished this game before, so this isn't technically cheating. <laughs> The, I mean, I don't know if I can go back to Shenmue, to be honest, after playing this. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, like, this, this, like, see, as soon as I started, like, actually controlling the character, and, like, spinning the camera around, like, a normal fucking, like, 3D camera, uh, just, like, moving the character normally, and not having to, like, hold R2 to, like, make him run and run forward, like, yeah. <laughs> With Shen- Shenmue, I will finish it, right? And you bought it digital anyway. There's no rush to finish Shenmue now for no. me because Shenmue 3 is delayed to like the end of next year. Hmm. Yeah, th- this is really good, man. Um, de- definitely play it. Yes. Um, so I, d- I don't think I really played anything else, to be honest. Apart from I did play, um, I did play a little bit of Rocket League. Um, <laughs> so I've started playing in uh, ranked matches now. Because yep. I was only playing in casual matches before, so uh, I've played two ranked matches so far and won both of them, and uh, like scored like a hat trick in both games. So I'm like, yeah, it's fine with me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> Are you ready for the competitive circuit? Do you think? Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm playing like ranked matches now, so like it needs. To, oh, I mean, on the 10. big stage, esports still. Fucking right, yeah. I'm, I'm good at this game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, I play like I, I do play Rocket League like most days, and like I'll play like one or two matches just like before I go to bed, and like, oh, it's it's so, it's perfect on the Switch. Like, like, see, like I would never play at it now because you time into it, right? It's a bit like even sports in real life. The more you practice, you get better. And this is my problem with Fraser because every time a game comes out, you hear nothing from him. Then all of a sudden, when he wants to play you online at it, you're like, mm. I know you've sunk most of your day into this <laughs> for the past two weeks since it came out. Yeah. No, I'm not playing yet. It like mm-hmm. no. But yeah, so I need to play ten matches to get uh, to get my rank, and then it will it will like start to seed to me or whatever it is. Nice. But yeah, I, I, I'm just playing like the standard like three v three. I think that that's kind of like the the perfect sort of balance. Like I don't like it as much two v two. I think it's too easy to score because if you yeah. if you happen to knock out one player. Then you've got yeah. two on one, and it's like it's too easy to score in those. And one v one's just shit. It's not fun. Four v four is good, but like it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I like more folk when I, I haven't played too much of it. I mean, it came free to PS Four, and then mm. I bought it for the Switch. But I bought it because like one of the guys at work was going to buy it, and then he traded his Switch the week after. He was one of those impatient mm. Switch owners mm. that, like, see, even if you've waited to now, like. It was Michael at work, obviously, you know, Michael, and he's like, mm. oh, but there's nothing out for it. So even now, there's like three times as much games as there was at the start <laughs> of the year. Like, yeah. it's the first year of a console, mate. It's going to be a bit slow. It was probably slower in the PS4, I want to say, from what I Definitely. remember. Yeah, because the Switch has had so many like ports of indie games and stuff like yeah. that. 
the yeah. uh, and, and reports of older games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a way way more games out for it than the, uh, than the yeah. PS4 had in its first like eighteen months. Yeah, so Remember, see, see by the, sitting by fucking the playing Shadow for over six months, like yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> by the end of next year, there's going to be like loads, and like it, they've kept to the promise. Every month, there's been like one big game. Mm-hmm. Every yep. month, they didn't say it would going to be indefinitely. That was just was it Reggie that said that? I don't know if he necessarily said that, but I think it was more us that said that. Like that's the roadmap. Like, and that's what they've done. See it. <laughs> that's what they've done every month. Like one big game. Diablo's yeah. the next one I'm lo- I'm looking forward to on the on the Switch though. So. Pokemon and then Diablo. I mean, po- Pokemon this month. Before Diablo? October. No, Pokemon's, is it not November? November for Pokemon. You're right, and Diablo's what October. I think Diablo's. It might be even November, but because uh, Smash is December. Smash is December. I know that. Mm. I'll, I'll, then, I'll like, find out when Diablo. Do you know the one I'm really disappointed in that I thought we'd get this? The Yoshi game they showed last year. Yeah, that would get delayed till next year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one as well. The Yoshi games usually that one looked really good as well. Um, mm. Metroid Four, I think, will be holiday next year as well. Mm. And I'd be very surprised if we don't see the Prime trilogy at some point in the summer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Diablo. I'm just saying when Diablo is coming out on yeah. Switch. Uh, it does not tell me on Amazon. No, it doesn't. It doesn't tell you on Switch either. Ugh. Yeah, but yeah, this year anyway, it's, they've said so. I don't see it coming October if they're still just saying this year. It's not going to release alongside Smash, that's insane. No. How, when would it come out then? It has to come, like, if it's not coming out, it's not going to be out this month. So it has to be October. I would say October. Mm, um, but yeah, anyway, I didn't play anything else. I only played a few things as well. No, they still don't have any news. 11 hours ago, they still don't have any news in the real estate, which is insane, because they've got the box art and everything. Yeah. It's missed toys. Come on, somebody's got to have looked at it. It's missed toys. Come on, come on, you're stupid enough. Half no. the reason I want to, you know, half the reason I want to buy Diablo Three is so that Blizzard goes, oh, there's a lot of people that will buy this these yep. type of games. Overwatch. So I, I will put Overwatch there. Like, yeah. I really I'm... want over. Oh, sorry. Do you know what? Actually, I played. I played one other game. Um, okay. Because I played. Uh, I tried Paladins on the Switch. I eventually got it working because I shouldn't get. I couldn't get yeah. the uh, thingy to work on it. Like, uh, champion or whatever. But yeah, I played that and I'm like, you know, this is a bit like Overwatch, but not as good. Yep. How good will Overwatch be on this? <laughs> like, like I want to play Overwatch on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, played, like, I played totally flawlessly. Like, my, like my, the match I had was good and like uh, it was totally fine. So I'm like, what the fuck is Overwatch? Give me Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not as good for whatever reason. Hmm. I mean, it's a free to play game. Like, and and it was all right, but like the there's nothing like compelling about the champions in it. They don't look interesting or they're not particularly fun to play as but like Overwatch I know they are because I've played as all the ones that were in the original game so yeah give me Overwatch on Switch please that's what I want and that'll be huge if they can get it on it'll be fucking massive yeah I'll buy day one I like that game but I'll play more of it on Switch do you know what the world ends we use out in October now I'm looking forward to that it's a crazy game <laughs> I played it on the DS like um, Mario Parties this year as far as I remember too yeah, but the the videos that I've seen of that have like all been talking about how it's great to play with 
two switches. I don't have fucking two switches. Like, I'm not buying another <laughs> switch just to play this. Like, what? <laughs> Mario Party Switch Edition comes with switch. It's four hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm interested in seeing that that uh, cereal box with the two Joy Cons if it comes at a good price. Is that the one the arcade thing? No, no. Remember, we've seen it last year. It was Mario Party with the pink and Joy Con, and it's oh, like, right, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. See, the issue with it is it's exclusive to the Nintendo store, which is fine. But see, the Nintendo store, the hardcore fans make things sell out in there so fast. Like, mm. either that or Nintendo only give themselves copies of everything because the Ultimate Smash that you can still pre order on, like Amazon and Smith Toys and everywhere else for, like, you know, the one with the GameCube controller and adapter yeah. that I'm getting, it's sold out in the Nintendo store in the first week. It's insane. <laughs> and it doesn't come with anything extra. You know, sometimes they bundle in, like, a lamp or, like. Uh, the, some stupid thing, yeah. Yeah, the, nothing. Or the hats for the Mario, uh, uh, whatever it was, tennis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I've only played a few things as well. I got um, I pre-ordered it. Uh, Video Kid 80s edition. Alright, I've not heard that. It's Paperboy, but it looks like Crossy Road. Um, oh, okay, another game you mean, yeah. I mean, it's fun enough. I think it's a wee bit overpriced. I mean, this is about a £5 game, if anything. I think I paid seven eight nine for it, maybe. It's got a lot of references in it to, like, 80s. Instead of throwing papers, you just throw in uh, videos, pirate videos. To the video boxes, but there's like loads of references. Like you have remember California Razor? Uh, yes, I do. The wee band that used to sing. They're sitting on a bench. The Care Bears are maybe sitting somewhere else. The turtles pop mm-hmm. out of the sewer. Big Bird will be walking down the street. The A Team van will try and run you over. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Riggs and Murdoch from Lethal Weapon running down the street chasing a burglar. It's got like loads of references and costumes and like Martin McFly and stuff. It's just so solid, like, and I might just be terrible at it, but it's just I keep dying uh, halfway through the level. You, it's it's like procedurally generated, so every run's different, which makes sense. Your basic goal is to get to Jennifer at the end of the level, and you're basically Martin McFly, like the board, the borderline infringement and copyright here with this stuff. Right. So you're trying to get to Jennifer, and I've never got there, but like, yeah, there's there's plenty of references to make it fun enough. But I, I, I probably seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, whatever whatever price it was, I paid for it was too much. This is like a four ninety nine game. If you see it in a sale, grab it for that. If you're in the mood for Paperboy updated, it's as good as you're probably going to get because they're never bringing Paperboy back. I don't care what it said. Mm. Um, didn't play too much of that. Maybe a few runs, but you end up. It's like Paperboy when you get frustrated, you end up missing jumps and mistiming things and falling and when it keeps going game over game over because you know once it's game over you're back to start um you can save up coins to buy new outfits and new kick flips and stuff but that's it it's this paper boy um but once you hit a losing streak that game's just you need to turn it off because you'll play it in a temper and you'll be like oh damn it, i've lost and you turn it on you'll die even quicker and it'll be like oh my god i died right at the start like you jump too hard and a car runs you over or you jump too high and you land dog and slip or something you know uh it's basically Paperboy on a skateboard, but plays fine. There's nothing wrong with the handling, I just suck at it. Like, there's a crocodile in the sewers, like, the turtles pop out the sewer, and you fall down the sewer, and then you have to dodge pipes. And then I kept hitting the first pipe, and I'm like, oh my god, and then I went down it again. I'm like, oh my fucking god, fuck this game, turned it off. Um, so I only played a couple more games. Played Need for Speed Payback, that was talking to you about when you were talking about watching the Fast and the Furious movies, which... I ended up doing the other week. I just didn't want to talk about them because I've talked about them before. I never got to seven or eight, though. Um, 
And if speed paybacks, Fast and Furious style storyline, basically the start of it, you've got three pals and you swap between them, you're all racing to the finish line and you're racing this guy's car um, to make him money, obviously, and you to steal the guy's car during the race. So it's this big elaborate plan of hitting a jump during the race. And it's, it's these games are okay, but it's like very arcadey. And like you push X or say that would be square on the PS4. And instead of just you know what handbrakes meant to feel like, and even like Grand Theft Auto or Forza or something. You know what it's meant to feel like. Mm. Well, you push the handbrake in this, and you instantly turn like 180. So it's not uh, even like right, okay. you can control it. It's very arcadey, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some folk like that style of racing. Like, just I'm not a, like a hardcore sim, like project car style racing guy. I like the happy medium of Forza. See what Forza's achieved? That's just spot on. Um, Need for speed. It's not for me, um, but I might put a wee bit more time into this. It, it just it looks nice. It's just the story, like a car game doesn't need a story, really. If you've got the right car licenses, not really. But I don't know how in-depth this is going to go. Like, I don't know if it's going to open up. Like, Need for Speed Rivals, one of the launch PS4 games that I got, I really enjoyed that game because it was basically open world and kind of the same idea as Forza, Forza Horizon 3. Um, this was in the days before. I had an Xbox One, so I really enjoyed it. But if you want racing games, just get an Xbox One. Forza Horizon 4 is like next month as well, I think. Yeah. So that's just going to knock this out of the water. But, I mean, it's on EA, um, whatever it's called, Access, and it didn't cost me anything. This one and the one that was just called Need for Speed, like the year before it, I never played these two. And, I mean, I've kind of liked Need for Speed series since Underground, but, I mean, when I'm playing a game now and, like, I can't tap handbrake and make myself drift... I'm pushing handbrake and it's turning the car like left or right. It's like mm, I wanted more control over that turn than you just gave me there. So um, it's the sort of one where instead of having a brake, brakes also reverse. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And I just don't like that style of handling. So it's on EA access, but I can't recommend this as a, especially if it's on it sitting next to my Forza Horizon three and Forza seven. So no. Um, the only other game I played was Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay. And this is a game that, as you know, I bought late on. And then I was like, man, why did I ignore this at the start? And I think I'd went with the review. Didn't really like it and faulted it for this and that. And I enjoyed it while uh, I was off my paternity the last time. Because, um, uh, you know, it's like paternity sometimes when the baby sleeps a lot more than she does now. And she doesn't need to entertain constantly. It's like, what do we do? And Tasha's tired because she's just had a baby. Um so I think the last time I played this, I was talking about the, the Sam Fisher mission. Mm-hmm. Like this is a game that, as you know, and like as the listeners will know, I dip into every couple of months. So I didn't know they'd added new missions to this, Andy, but it makes sense. And it's, it's nice they're still supporting this, but this is the end of the second year for it, and they've still got another plan. So that's cool. I, you don't have to pay for it in this. Like I didn't buy a season pass or anything. It right. had some DLC missions that I bought because I got this in one of the you know the Xbox sales where the gold edition went on sale. And uh, I think I paid £25 for it because I bought it like the year after it came out and then it went on sale for like 30 with all the... I traded my copy and paid for this. But um, I've seen a, an icon that looked familiar in the map and I'm like, how the fuck do I know that? And believe it or not, my 55-inch 4K TV that isn't even 10 foot away from me, I look to see what it was and even then I'm like, I don't know if that's right. But I get there and guess what this mission was, Andy? Mm, what? Rainbow Six. 
which to me is cool that they've tied this in to like a, the, the overall Tom Clancy video game um, landscape. Now, I know the division is going to be kind of difficult to tie into because it's post-apocalyptic style world. Um, so I don't think we're kind of going to get a division tie-in. But then again, we did get the Predator mission, so which I'm going to talk about later. Um, so the Rainbow Six mission's kind of cool. Basically, one of the Rainbow team's gone rogue and is pissing off the cartel by killing folk. And we have to work with a girl from Rainbow to bring in this other girl. And I'm like, cool. And I looked up the names, and Twitch and Cavera is their names, and they're two of the operators from Rainbow Six Siege. They're actually right. in the game. So that's quite cool. So yeah, you basically, it's it wasn't as difficult as the Sam Fisher mission. I think I told you about that, that I was stuck because you have to break him out of this base on not a five-star wanted rating, but you know what I mean? Like, you're fucked. You have to get him out of this base with like the, the army against you. This one was basically, you turn up at this sort of um, university-style place where all the doors have been barricaded, barricaded, which is not something you see in this game. And like my character said something about breach the doors, you know, like he'd done a Rainbow Six style comment. Mm. So I'm like, how the fuck do you breach the doors in this? this and then I went, I was taking the piss, obviously. So I just flung some C4 at it and shot it. Uh, you basically had to clear out the buildings and you meet up with a girl and it turns out she hasn't turned and went rogue. She was trying to rescue her brother. So once I'd done the breach on the chemical plant after that, I then rescued her brother and that was it the escort mission back was just drive it up the hill and drop it off at your drop off point but there was some cool comments made Andy um, do you remember Rainbow Six Patriots that was meant to come out before this and it got canned okay right well uh, during the car journey the characters were talking backwards and forwards and my guy said um, what about Operation Patriots that went south and like uh, the Rainbow Six women went, mind your own damn business. But like, I liked how they made a wee dig at their own game that they had to cancel. That was quite funny. Um, I, I just, I, do you know what would be nice to see today? And it would have made sense because of the TV show. Maybe it's a licensing thing. Because, oh, I want to talk about that as well. I would like to see Jack Ryan pop up as an analyst. You have to kind of help him. That would have been cool for me. And it would have been obviously fitting in with the Amazon show. Um, however, I was reading an interview with Carlton Coos, right? Now, Carlton Coos, you might recognise his name. He worked with J.J. Abrams on Lost. Okay. He's the guy that produces Jack Ryan, right? So they asked him about John Clark, right? And for those that don't know, John Clark, John Kelly, blah, 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 whatever whatever you want to call him, John Clark's his code name. He was the guy that set up Rainbow Six in the Tom Clancy novels, and he was played by William Defoe in Clear and Present Danger. He was played by Liv Schreiber, you know, Sabretooth, and mm-hmm. uh, some of all fears. Like, and he's the guy that founded Rainbow. And when he Carlton Coos was asked if John Clark's going to show up in Tom Clancy, and he says, "No, that's a whole other thing. It's a rights issue." Now I looked into this, and last year the Rainbow Six film has been commissioned and Ryan Reynolds is going to play the head of Rainbow. So that's quite cool. We're getting a Rainbow Six movie. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Reynolds in it will bring some humour. So anyway, I'll finish this off. I played the Predator mission, which is called The Jungle Moved, and I just cannot beat this thing. Like, my brother-in-law came up earlier to see Alexa, so I jumped on this again to try and beat Predator. And basically, you're in the jungle and you have to follow some investigations. You eventually get to the middle of the jungle and you have to fight the Predator. Now... This is solid because it's got like it's rocket launcher kills you in one hit, and you can only be revived once or twice if you've got the perk during a firefight. So two two times you fall down, even though your team's there and can revive you, it's game over. I cannot beat this thing. It is just terribly solid. I do want to beat it, 
and I think it's kind of cool that this is like early year one, like uh, in-game add-ons that it wasn't really DLC, it was just an in-game mission added, that uh, I, I do need to beat this. I want to beat this because I beat like the Rainbow Six one, I beat the, the Splinter Cell one, and I, I just need to beat the Predator one. I beat all the like sort of bonus mission update style things they've done. Mm. And I just can't fucking beat this Predator thing, Andy. Like I'm running about the jungle, like I'm rocking cover, I'm... I'm not bad at this game either. I'm maybe not Andy and Rocket League these days good <laughs> at this game, but I think I'm pretty okay. Um, and then I was like, Fraser, j- jump on and play it. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm playing PS4. And like, I'm like, but I'm not asking you to buy it because we're game sharing. Like, we have to throw up like Far Cry 5 and things like that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, just play it with me. And he's like, no. So yeah, game sharing would, uh, cross play would help me in this mission. But I'm, I'm going to give it up and progress further in my story because I'm about 60% in the main missions because that's how much of the map I've got cleared um, but before I go on holiday, obviously next week I don't think there'll be a show because obviously I'm going to be in Italy. Um, yeah, no show next week Cool, so like I'm planning on jumping in Far Cry 5 before I go in and covering the DLC and that because I've not jumped back into Far Cry like yet to try those so I'm excited to play that but yeah Ghost Recon I'm, I'm still loving it I play it in dribs, dribs and drabs like the Xbox One X updates made it look phenomenal like even mm. Michael was commenting that when he was around tonight he was like holy shit this I'm like yeah um, I still like it I just I need to be a fucking predator like I even tried to fly in with a helicopter it just shot out of the fucking sky so uh, anyway, um, that, that's that's all I played. Um, don't know how much. Well, I'll probably play some Switch. I'll take my Switch and maybe my 3DS to Italy with me, and I'll definitely have some games played. I might I might download something. I was kind of hoping there'd be something big out just before I went to Italy, but sadly yeah. not. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, I think that's unless you get anything else. No. Okay, so thanks very much for listening. If you stay tuned, uh, the next hour and a half got the B team with Chip and the guys give them a listen and thanks very much for listening we will see you two weeks from today Andy's taking a break next week and I will be in uh, pizza land over in <laughs> Pisa uh, you'll be with Mario hey, yep going over there you're and by the time I next see you I've started my new job in fact it might be a two week break depending if I have to get sent down to England but we'll keep you posted on the Twitter and we'll get Tiger Claw tell the folks in the chat room if we're going to be off two weeks ago. but um, thanks very much for listening tonight and we'll see you hopefully in two weeks time peace out